I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to preview the Friday night games now. Uh, I am re- recording on location once again, so we do do some yards. So I apologise if the audio isn't quite what it normally is, but we're still going to get stuck into these two games. Really, really looking forward to tonight's footy. Uh, last night's was sensational. I should say the last 20 minutes was sensational. Um, the way that South Sydney came back in that game, I did not see that coming at all when the game started. When the game was at the 60th minute mark, I gave them next to no hope. So it's great to see rugby league getting back into the way that it used to be where you were never out of a contest. You could always get yourself back into it. It's really good to see. I'm enjoying it. Tonight, we've got the St. George Illawarra Dragons and the Penrith Panthers taking on each other. These two sides both won in round one. Dragons, pretty good against the New Zealand Warriors, but there's no doubt whatsoever the Penrith Panthers, they were probably the team of the week for me. Uh, You could argue the Newcastle Knights as well right up there, but I just thought Penrith... Their defense was incredible, considering, in my opinion, they're missing the best player in this competition to do what they did with Sean O'Sullivan at seven last week against the Manly Seagulls, who are a top six team. I thought it was incredibly impressive. I don't think you could say uh, that the team of the week wasn't the Panthers or the Knights, realistically. Throw the Broncos in there, but I don't think with the ball in hand, they were anywhere near as impressive as the Panthers were. I also probably don't think the Knights were either, to be honest with you. thing with the Panthers, you got to remember, is that last week, in my opinion, uh, if a couple of things went their way with video ref decisions and just, just a couple of calls early in that game, I honestly think they could have scored 50-odd points there. Yeah, they got unlucky on a number of occasions. Try that Brian Toto scored. They got called back. I thought that was pretty crappy. A few things went against the Panthers, and I thought the Manly Seagulls last week, to be honest with you, I thought the scoreboard uh, was pretty kind to them, all things considered. So the Panthers, they will come into this one with a lot of confidence. Dragons, uh, it's a really good lineup for St. George. They look good last week. It's obviously going to take them a while to really work out their structures with a lot of young kids and whatnot. A couple of new combinations as well. Moses Suley, obviously, is coming to this side. Francis Molo, he's starting this week. Jaden Sewer's new to the side as well. So there is a bit to work out for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. We're hoping that we get to see Tariq Sims return. That'd be great to see Simsy return. Uh, But yeah, I've got the Panthers in this one. 
For me, I'm really looking forward to the halves matchup. Uh, ben, Hunt, uh, ben Hunt and Amone, uh, they were good last week. Very impressive. They were great in the charity shield. We know that Amone just has so much ability, it's not even funny. And this will be a really big test for him going up against Jerome Luai. As much as he's going up against Luai, for me, it really is Luai versus Hunt. And that's the one I'm excited for. Sean O'Sullivan, he will do his job. He will have a very simple game plan. We saw that last week. Uh, he'll just kick to his corners. He'll just deliver the ball where it needs to go. Sort of thought that at the Warriors, he overplayed his hand a little bit. As you all know, well, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, when he was at the Broncos, I was very high on Sean O'Sullivan. Still am. think he's a good player, uh, but he's just got a simplified role, and that's all he has to do. And I think at the Warriors, he tried to overplay his hand a little bit. In saying that, I ran some numbers late last year. I remember that the Warriors... Their win rate with Sean O'Sullivan was much better than without him. So he can play Sean O'Sullivan. He will do a role. But Luai and Ben Hunt, that's the matchup I'm really excited for. These two teams, they belong to those two guys tonight. So Ben Hunt, he started the season really well. Looked good last week. Charity Shield, he was incredible. So big test for Benny. I hope that he gets the Panthers on the back foot and he really gets to show his running game. Along with Amone, uh, hopefully these two can really light it up and really put it to the Panthers. For me, the Penrith Panthers, I mean, no shocks here. The left edge. That's what you've got to stop. That left edge of kick out, Tago, Brian Toto with Jerome Luai down that edge. If you can stop that edge, you can go a long, long way uh, to beating the Penrith Panthers. Easier said than done, though. And for me, I do like Tago. You all know I'm a big fan of him. And I, I know last week he was $3.75 for an anytime try. He scored the first try, which is great. Huge value. To be honest with you, I still think at $2.80, there is really, really good value there for him. So Tago, $2.80. I like him on that left edge. I'm really looking forward to the matchup between Tago and Lomax. These are two guys that I would argue they're probably my two favorite young centers in rugby league. Absolutely love watching both of them. Obviously, we've had the privilege of seeing Lomax for the last few years. Uh, we know the sort of ability he's got. For a lot of you, this will probably only be the second or third game you've seen of Isaac Tago. I've watched him a lot in Premier League, as you all know, and I'm very, very high on him. I think this will be a really good matchup for them. Tago, he has got... Tago's a really good tackler. Sometimes, defensively, he can um, concede points, so he can come up with bad reads and that's going to be a test for Tago tonight because Lomax is going to give him a real hard time uh, for me though and, and when I say with Tago you can there, there, there's being a good tackler then there's being a good defender Tago's a great tackler uh, he won't miss too many he'll still miss the occasional miss one on Gutho the other day which wasn't great but you saw like the shot that he put on Tom Travojevic and whatnot being a good defender that's a completely different thing that's coming up with your good reads and making your right decisions and I have no doubt that Lomax he will really test out Tago uh, defensively out on that edge. So that's probably the matchup I'm really excited for. As I said, that left edge for Penrith, very hard to handle. They are a really big handful. So the left edge, sorry, the right edge for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, they're going to have to really be on here, which of course is Lomax. The other guy that's going to be important is Jaden Sewer. Now, assuming uh, that he stays in the starting team, Tariq Sims could come into this side, which could see a bit of a change. Uh, but I think Jaden Sewer will land on the right edge. Uh, Jaden Sewer, a guy that has left South Sydney he was, he was in his in the team by the end of the season, but during the year, he was a little bit unwanted. So a bit of a weird season for Sua, but he's an origin player. Uh, he's played, I think, about 60-odd first-grade games now. So he is a real first-grader now, Jaden Sua. So it'll be a big test for him going up against that Panthers left edge because that's probably where this one will be won or lost. For me, the Dragons pack, really interesting game for them. We said Francis Molo, he gets shifted up into the front row. 
I'm a big fan of Molo. I think he's got a lot to offer. I think he's going to be a really underrated signing for the St. George Illawarra Dragons this year. We spoke about him in the preseason a little bit, uh, talking about on the weekly rubdown, I believe it was, that I just said, you know, if he manages to land a starting spot in this team or they have a few injuries, just keep an eye on him because he is a real goer. He's really explosive. I like the front row partnership of him and Blake Laurie. Blake Laurie, obviously not that sort of football. He's more your meat and potatoes. Blake Laurie could have been a first-grade footballer in any era of rugby league as a front rower. You know, he's just one of those guys. Francis Molo, though, is more of the modern-day explosive sort of forward, which I think it's really good to have a mix of both of those sort of guys. You look at their bench, Josh Kerr, Jack Goss, George Burgess, more of those sort of old-schooler sort of guys. Josh Kerr, got a little bit of explosiveness to him, but not really, you know, of the likes of your Spencer Lienu, your Francis Molo, these sort of guys. So I think Francis Molo is a really He's a really good point of difference in this Dragons pack, and I'm excited to see how he goes. We mentioned Blake Laurie. The second row is Jack Bird. Uh, he was great last week. He's moved in a little bit closer. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him play some minutes at 13 the longer this season goes. We're hearing that Jack DeBellin could come off the bench. Tariq Sims could play 13. If that does happen, I would assume that would mean that Tariq Sims plays on the edge. Jack Bird at 13, personally. I think they need to keep Jack DeBellin on the field. I've spoken about this a lot during the preseason, that as much as I love Bird at 13, I think Jack DeBellin is the best man for the job there. So just keep an eye on that situation, how it plays out. But a huge game for this Dragons pack. They're a very no-frills sort of pack. Outside of Jack Bird and Jack DeBellin, I've said it on a number of occasions, they could have three injuries in this forward pack and bring in three new guys. And their their, their pack honestly wouldn't change. There wouldn't be that much change because the gap between the guys they've got now and the guys that they can bring in really isn't that big. You've still got guys like Josh Kerr, Jack Goss, George Burgess coming off the bench. You can bring them in. They'll all do a job for you. You've still got Tariq Sims on the extended. You know, like there's so, so many other guys in this squad. When when, when Woodsy returns, Josh Maguire still to come back. So big test for this Dragons pack to stand up against. I think they're the best forward pack in rugby league, to be honest with you. I know that there's a couple of other teams that could really put their hand up there. The Chooks could put their hand up. The Parramatta Eels could put their hands up. The Penrith Panthers, I mean, they've got the best front row in rugby league, I think the most consistent front rower, Payne Haas, fair argument, he's the best, but they're very different footballers. James Fisher-Harris is just the ultimate alpha. Spencer Lenu, criminally underrated. Liam Mann, absolutely love him. Kikau, destructive and and really underrated as far as his skill set goes as well, especially the role he plays in that left edge. He nails it. Then with Isaiah Yeo in 13, who's probably the most accomplished um, lock forward over the last two or three years in rugby league. So I absolutely love the Penrith pack coming off the bench. It's a little bit weaker than usual, but Scotty Sorensen, Matty Eisenhuth, Jamin Salmon. Really interesting to see Jamin Salmon there. He'll be used as a back rower. He could also cover center and in the halves too. He's a guy that came through at Parramatta a couple of years ago. Looked like he was going to be a superstar and has somehow transitioned into a back row. I'd love to know the whole story behind that one. Very, very interesting. But I do like this Panthers pack and I think this the, the Dragons, they would see tonight as an opportunity to really stand and deliver against a top shelf pack and see where they're at. For me, I'm going to take the Penrith Panthers here. I don't think it'll be a high scoring affair. I think the Panthers defense will keep the Dragons at bay to some extent. How the Dragons go against Penrith, I'm not quite sure. I've got the Penrith Panthers winning by I want to say about 8 to 14. I don't think it'll be super close. I think they'll be about a score away from them. I'm going to take Penrith 8 to 14. And if I was a betting man, which I have been known to flutter occasionally and donate money, I would probably take the unders in this game as well. Pair that up with Isaac Tago at $2.80. That'll probably be the same game multi for me in that one. Panthers to win that one to start the season 2 and 0. Dragons to go 1 and 1. Now let's move to the late game. This one kicks off. 
at 8.05pm coming to you from the SCG. We've got the Sydney Roosters against the Manly Seagulls. We spoke about it during the week. It is bounce back round. All these teams that lost in round one, they will be desperate, desperate to get a win in round two. We're going to see one of these two teams win uh, tonight, the Sydney Roosters or the Manly Seagulls. The Roosters obviously got embarrassed on this same ground only a week ago against the Newcastle Knights. They were red-hot favourites in that one. They looked awful. They looked dreadful. This is 15th versus 16th. Unbelievable to think 15th versus 16th is the Sydney Roosters against the Manly Seagulls. Just screams of round two sort of footy. Look, both teams started, well, the Roosters started really well last year, but they have been known to start season slow, especially when it is a bit of a transition year. And as much as it might not seem like a transition year because they haven't lost a heap of guys on, you know, that sort of stuff, and a heap of guys came through last year, it is the first time that, you know, Radley and Kiri have played together in two or three years. It's the first time that Kiri and Walker have ever played together. Momorowski comes back into this side. It's different now. Like, there's a heap of moving pieces in this side. A couple of young front rowers that are coming through that haven't played with some of these guys before. So, the Roosters, they are a bit of a new-look side. As much as they don't feel like they're a new-look side, they are. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm very confident they're going to be okay this season and do well. I think there's just going to be some teething problems to kick off the season. Manly, on the other, on the other hand, as I said earlier, talking about Penrith, I thought they got embarrassed last week. I thought the um, scoreboard did them a lot of favours because I thought they were a lot worse than that. I thought they looked very predictable. Um, I mean, and maybe it's the Panthers' defense and credit to them. They're the best defensive team in this competition. But I just never felt like Manly were going to score last week against the Panthers. They scored in pretty lucky fashion, to be honest with you. Jake Trevojevic jumped into, jumped into dummy half, bamboozled a couple of guys, which is great for Gerbo. But if if you lock forward, who used to be a front rower, is doing that out of dummy half, and that's where you're scoring your points. It's a miracle the pass didn't get intercepted after that. It was a bit of a worry for me. So both these teams licking their wounds, ready to bounce back. Defense was in all sorts last week. I thought the Roosters' D was a little bit better than Manly's, but the team that Manly went up against was definitely better than the side the Roosters went up against. So read into that what you will. I thought with the ball in hand, as much as Manly looked unpredictable, uh, at least they tended to get through some sets to some extent. The Roosters just look like they're in shambles. We we spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar this week that it sort of looked like the Roosters are experimenting with something new. Uh, you obviously saw Satili Tupanua and Angus Crichton. They swapped sides. Jared Rea Hargraves came off the bench. We've seen Joey Manu move out to the wing and... I'm not huge on Joey Manu to, to, to the wing. I know for a lot of Supercoach players, there's positives there and whatnot. And I guess the other side of that is that if you want Joey Manu to have this roaming um, this roaming job, it's probably better for him to sort of be out on the wing because it means that you don't stretch your entire line out there. You, you guys can sort of hold their form and stuff. Whereas if you take out a center, all of a sudden there's a 15-meter gap there. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it's an interesting one, what they're doing with Joey Manu, what they're doing with the back rowers. Personally, I would have kept Angus on the left, plates Tilly on the right, but Trent Robinson, he knows this game a little bit better than what I do. Look, at the SCG, I'm going to back the Roosters. If this was at Brookvale, I'd probably take the Seagulls, but I'm going to take the Roosters in this one. I just... 
just can't trust that defense that Manly put out there last week. I can't trust the defense. They were just awful. They looked terrible. They were very lucky to hang in that game. It's, it's just at all. I thought Penrith were all over them. Penrith also missing their halfback. So, I mean, the, the, the whole narrative is there for Manly to get beat tonight, in my opinion. If it was at Brookvale, different story. We all know the impact that has on the Manly Seagulls. But for me, I am going to take the Roosters in this one. Um, I'm probably not going to bet on this one, to be honest with you. I could throw you a few anytime try scores if I was going to. I'd probably take the Roosters left edge, I think. I think Satili Tupanua, Billy Smith, I said them last week, didn't quite deliver. Billy Smith almost scored in that game, to be fair. But I look at the Manly Seagulls and the spot where I would always attack them is on that right edge. You've got a combination there of DCE, Olakawatu, and then you've got outside of them Morgan Harper. Uh, as you all know, I always think you can get points through DCE. I also think Morgan Harper, uh, you can also get points out of him as well. So I have no doubt this will be a spot where the Roosters will attack. Uh, but look, as I said, I'm really not overly keen on betting on this game. I'm not confident on a result either way. It's bounce back round, so absolutely anything can happen. The only reason why I'm leaning towards the Chooks is because it is a home game. So it'll be very, very interesting to see what people do here, especially Supercoach Classic, whether they captain Teddy or whether they captain Turbo. I know a lot of people on Turbo with the thinking that scored 60 last week. Imagine what he could do uh, if they just score three more tries, which, you know, based on the Roosters' defense last week, they quite possibly could. But I really did think uh, Manly's attack looked very pedestrian. So it's a game that I'm going to stick away from. I've got no idea how this one's going to play out. I'm confident one of them will bounce back. I'm not sure if they both do, but I'm confident one will bounce back and look pretty decent, but I mean I just, I'm not, I don't know which way to go. I'm going with the home team, the Sydney Roosters solely for that reason. This is a game that I will happily sit back, enjoy watch, take it all in, see some of the best superstars in our game go head to head but I mean, I, I think if anyone tells you they know how this one's going to play out I think they're telling you porkies. Both teams very very disappointing last week. I didn't expect the Manly Seagulls to win last week but I didn't expect them to get done by 30 which probably should have been 50 and I fully anticipated the Roosters were my best of the week last week against Newcastle and to be honest with you, I thought the scoreboard uh, probably flattered the Sydney Roosters as well so both coming off losses, both coming off embarrassing losses, both coming off losses that I think they probably could have been worse than what they were to be honest with you so two champion teams licking their wounds, two of the best coaches in rugby league looking for a bounce back against each other, it's going to be a cracking game of footy, tonight I'm taking the Penrith Panthers, I've got them winning by 8 to 14 points in an unders game with Tago scoring at $2.80 into the Roosters, not betting on this one, got no idea what's going to happen here cheering on the Roosters though, I think they will get this one done and I think they will bounce back uh, with a bit of form tonight against the Manly Seagulls. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 